Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Talking Research, the podcast. I'm Steve Kenny, Chief Distribution Officer at Square Mile, and I'm delighted to be joined by four members of our research and investment team to discuss what we have been hearing from the fund managers across the industry in the last quarter. The last quarter, we have seen the UK begin to ease itself out of lockdown, which is set to continue over the coming weeks, as well as ongoing concerns around inflation and what this means for investors. Today, we'll be hearing from Eduardo Sanchez, Senior Investment Research Analyst, Charles Hovenden, Portfolio Manager, Daniel Pereira, Investment Research Analyst, and Tom Archer, Investment Research Analyst to share what they have been hearing across fixed income, absolute return, global equities, and multi-assets. Firstly, Eduardo, from a fixed income perspective, do you think the managers that you've been chatting to over the last quarter are concerned or not about the rising spectre of inflation? And if so, what are they doing to their portfolios to take account of this? Well, hi, Steve. Well, with no doubt, the debate about inflation has been the hottest topic in the conversations that we've had with, with fixed income managers over the last uh, few months. When the first concerns appeared in the market in the first quarter of the year, when government yields spiked significantly, the general perception was that it was a temporary blip. The managers thought that it was mostly related to the base effects, as we are coming from the very low price levels of one year ago. And this was combined with increasing activity associated with the reopening of the economy. However, over the last few weeks, several factors are changing the landscape. For example, the continued bottlenecks that are created by the resurgence in activity. And also the wage pressures triggered by the shortages of labor supply. And we mustn't forget the increasing relevance of climate change and sustainability policies, which are inflationary, as they will drive energy prices higher. And on top of all that, the Fed came out a couple of weeks ago or so with a more hawkish uh, message, hinting that they will hike interest rates sooner than, than expected. And when you take all of those on board, we can see a growing concern among managers about the risk of a higher and sustained inflation of, over the, the foreseeable future. So the, we, we are seeing that the balance, and then it is uh, gradually shifting from less concerned and less worried to accepting that, that it is going to stay for, for longer, in, uh, inflation in, 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 in the market. And then what, 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 what are they doing? What are, would be the implications for the portfolios? Well, uh, in general, what we are seeing is uh, a reduction of the interest rate risk in the portfolios and a preference for higher yielding credits. While the managers accept that valuations are not cheap in credit assets because of the, the spreads are, are quite uh, tight, relative to, to history, they are comfortable taking credit risk. Uh, and this is thanks to the strong economic data and the continued support from central banks and governments to businesses and, and to individuals. Some of the more active managers or the ones with a more flexible mandate are increasing the allocation to inflation-linked bonds. Others are looking into emerging market debt as another source of attractive yield. And another area that has been favored by many managers is the financial sector. And this is because bank profitability should improve with the higher economic growth and also bank margins should benefit from higher interest rates. Thanks for that, Ed. Now, turning to absolute returns, 
Charles, thanks for joining us. What are you hearing from managers in this space? Hi, Steve. Um, well, as, as, you, as you know, the sector is um, far from um, homogeneous and uh, much of it is not fit for purpose. So in our work, what we're looking, we, we just look at the, a very, the very small subset of the, of the sector, which we believe will genuinely, genuinely protect investors' capital in a downturn um, and provide uh, genuinely uncorrelated returns. So, so a lot of what we do is, is focused on the um, equity uh, long short space um, and particularly funds that have low net market exposure. And our main takeaway from talking to our managers over the last few months has been just how difficult and dangerous um, short selling is. Um, this is for two reasons. I mean, f- first of all, in, um, yeah, at a time when you've got booming economies, um, even the most flawed companies are producing results which year on year look good. And then you've got a very exuberant background um, overall amongst uh, investors. So, so they, they, they will tend to push the share prices higher of these, of these flawed companies who have, it seems to have had uh, uh, good results. So it's a very difficult backdrop for, for short selling. So what are our managers doing about it? Well, uh, two things really are, um, we've seen. Uh, first of all, some of our managers um, recognizing this uh, stock-specific risk on, from short selling uh, have reined in their short exposure a little bit, um, meaning that they've become slightly more net long. Now, I don't, I don't mean you know, a lot more net long, but a fund that might typically be, I don't know, 5 to 10% net long might now be 10 to 15% net long. So just recognizing the danger on the short side. Uh, the other thing we're seeing from, from managers, again, it's focused on, on the, how dangerous the short side is, is uh, with regard to specific stocks, is they are replacing uh, specific stocks with index futures. So, they, so they're just getting rid of, the, I say, that stock-specific risk. Thanks, Charles. And now moving on to global equities and Dan. What, what is the sentiment that you're hearing from the managers that you've met over the last quarter? Well, thanks for having me on the podcast, Steve. Um, it's always worth having a quick recap of what's happened in equity markets to help frame the views of today. If you think back to last year, 2020 was a year where we went into lockdown and a lot of the tech-related companies benefited from the whole people being indoors era towards the end of last year. And briefly, for most of this year so far, we've seen the opposite side of the trade work. Uh, we've seen the value and cyclical areas of the market rebound strongly um, since the first vaccine um, in November last year. But where we are today, and the big question on all of the equity fund managers' minds is whether this reflation or this lockdown easing trade will continue, or whether it's just a one-off short-term bounce for these stocks, particularly as we've seen the trade slow pace in the last six weeks or so. Now, Eduardo's touched on the um, effects of inflation, so I won't repeat the story there. But pertinent on the equity side of things, if inflation does last longer, then companies are going to need to pass on the rising input costs onto their customers. Now, some industries may benefit from this in the short term. For example, there's a lot of pent-up demand for holidays abroad, but fund managers are questioning whether the premium that these companies may be able to charge this year will still be able to be passed on to holiday makers in years to come when you think about investments on a three-year-plus view. And that's really what we've been hearing from managers. More and more fund managers thinking ahead on that longer-term view, and some are actually starting to rotate away from these cyclical areas and start thinking about companies that can grow their earnings regardless of the economic backdrop, or even adding to quality companies as their valuations look more attractive. 
we'll have to see how it plays out. And as lockdowns are easing at different paces at different regions, there's no doubt this is probably a time where active management can add significant value if they make the right calls. That was great, Dan. Thank you very much. And last but by no means, Tom, from a multi-asset perspective, what are you hearing from the managers that you've met across this space? Yeah, sure. So generally, managers remain risk on, reflecting their positive outlook on the economic recovery. But of course, markets are forward looking. And so where valuations are high across a number of markets, managers are reallocating to better valued areas as they anticipate the potential for a bit of volatility as we shift from an early to a mid-cycle environment. So in the fixed income side of portfolios, investment grade spreads have reached historically tight levels. Managers are reducing their exposure to investment grade, favouring high yield um, as it offers that better value and, and the economic backdrop should continue to be supportive in terms of keeping defaults under, under control. And then on, on the government bond side, although managers are generally underweight, China has been somewhere that has become of interest. So they behave like a, like a safe haven asset, except you've got that higher yield than US treasuries. So at the moment, the 10-year Chinese government bond yields around 3%. So you've got that extra bit of income and compression space. In, in, in equities, managers added cyclicality into their portfolios late last year and early this year following the, the vaccine news <clears throat> and the US election. And generally, uh, they have maintained that additional cyclicality in their portfolios with exposures to sectors like financials and energy and, and more cyclical markets like the UK and Japan. But it's rare that you find overweights to the UK. Of course, more income and value orientated managers will be more positive on the UK. Um, and, and broadly, managers do believe it's cheap. They tend to prefer other regions like Asia, which does remain a favourite amongst multi-asset managers. So on top of the favourable structural trends that you've got there, their ability to control the virus has been much better than other Western economies um, and valuations seem much more attractive. Um, from, an from an inflation perspective, although the vast majority of, of multi-asset managers uh, are in the transitory camp, um, they are preparing their portfolios for a potential inflationary surprise, given the market is currently pricing in a benign inflationary environment. So <clears throat> in terms of positioning, in their portfolios, it's maintaining a, a lower level of duration risk, allocating to stores of value like commodities and gold, uh, cyclical equities, like I said before, and, and inflation-linked bonds. But of course, the choices there depend on the asset classes that the managers will tend to use in their, in their respective strategies. That was great, Tom. Thank you. And thank you to Ed, Charles and Dan for their contribution today. And a major thank you to you for listening to today's podcast. We do hope you've enjoyed this latest episode of Talking Research. To keep up to date with the latest releases, please follow us on Spotify or Apple Music. We would also welcome any feedback or comments you have with regards to the podcast. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded on the 2nd of July 2021. It is only aimed at professional advisors and regulated firms and should not be passed on to or relied upon by any other persons. It is not intended for retail investors who should obtain professional or specialist advice before taking or refraining from any action on the basis of this podcast. Remembering past performance is not an indication of future performance. It is published by and remains the copyright of Squaremart Investment Consulting and Research. 
Square Mile makes no warranties or representations regarding the accuracy or completeness of the information contained herein. This podcast represents the views and forecasts of Square Mile at the date of issue and may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. Nothing in this podcast shall be deemed to constitute a regulated activity or an invitation or inducement to engage in investment activity and is not a recommendation to buy or sell any funds or investments that are mentioned during this podcast. Thank you.